Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. All right, what's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to a brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Johnny Manziel, a.k.a. Johnny Cluckhead, has been banned from the Canadian Football League. I got a brand new nickname for him. Ariana Grande is in some deep water with the LGBTQ community. I told you, Ariana Grande, it wasn't personal. I got your back on this one. Plus, plus... DJ Maceo from De La Soul. Maceo from the iconic group De La Soul is with me on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, breaking down what's good, what's recent, what's new with De La Soul, and so much more. This is a big body banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast that's coming up next. Miles Jordan, let me get something real nice, something real proper, but most importantly, oh yes, you know what the fuck it is. Something real funky. Let's let's go. All right. Have no fear. The I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Have no fear. The I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. My name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the White Chocolate Tito. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Championship podcasting, 15 rounds of podcasts, and we're going into the deep, deep, deep waters today. 
per the usual. I mean, do we ever do six rounds, four rounds, maybe an emergency podcast, but even then it feels like you've went 15 rounds. Oh, man, what a fucking week it's been. Every, every time we get to this podcast, the last podcast of the week, it's always like, oh, my God, what a week. It's every week in 2019, we're like, Jesus Christ, we made it. Fucking Mike Cohen, Dick Stain, Donald Trump, and, and Vietnam, and that hearing. I mean, it was, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? It just, it's just nonstop. It never ends. Um, we're not, I mean, we, listen, I'm sure everybody is Michael Cohen'd out. We saw it. We saw what the fuck it was. He's a fucking pussy who was working for a bigger pussy. Um, and the bigger pussy ate the little pussy. So now the little pussy is trying to get out of the, the, the grasps of the, the hands the, the, the womb of the big pussy, the big pussy being Dick Stain Donald Trump. I get it. Uh, and he's a convicted liar. Who amongst us hasn't lied big, small, or in between? Like these congressmen, these senators, they're all, all of them, all of us, me. Me. My wife, my mom, my dad, your mom, your dad, your wife, your husband, your kids, we've all lied. We're all full of shit now. We're not all full of shit like Michael Cohen. That fucking, fucking weasel nose, whiny mouth. He just set the Jewish, he set the tough Jew back 50 years. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. Michael Cohen, you set the Jew back 50 years with your kafetching. And you're whining and you're fucking, blow your nose, you nasal nose fuck. Take some mucinex the next time you have to testify in front of Congress, in front of the whole world. Get yourself a little inhaler or a nasal spray, saline solution, something. He sounded like a sad Woody Allen. He sounded like an impressionist doing a bad Woody Allen impression. I'm so tired of the Jews being put up there like punks. Little fucking little schmeckle dick fucks. Sick of it. Such a stereotype. We got Michael Cohen. He's like, I worked for a very bad man. You don't know what it's like to sit by him. I sat by... I'm not even doing... I just... just, uh, I, I, I can't stand it. I can't fucking stand it. Never ends. Never ends. Somebody please just... I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. We had Eli Lake on the on the last I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Uh, I, I don't know what the answer is. As I said in the opening, we have De La Soul's DJ. The heart and soul of De La Soul, Maceo, is rocking with me later on in the podcast. Um, De La Soul is celebrating the 30th anniversary of Three Feet High and Rising. Everybody knows that record. Talk about a classic record, influential record, three feet high and rising, dropped 30 years ago. Man, I was 19. What the fuck? Uh, uh, that's, that's insane. Um, 1989. Jesus Christ. 
uh, their their first uh, bunch of records came out on Tommy Boy Records. De La Soul is dead. Um, Three Feet High and Rising, and uh, a few more came out on on the infamous De La, uh, Tommy Boy Records. Stetsasonic was on Tommy Boy. Queen Latifah was on Tommy Boy. Naughty by Nature was on Tommy Boy. Um, it's been well documented that De La Souls had sample problems um, from that record uh, um, and and some of their other records. Um, Tommy Boy Records fucked De La Soul when they were young, but that's what happens when you're uh, just getting into the music game. There's there's probably not anybody. Well, now, now people are so um, educated about it uh, that they're probably not getting fucked as much. But usually your your first deal, whether it's a rookie contract in baseball, rookie contract in the NBA, uh, uh, your first movie, you're, you're, you're not going to get a good deal. It's 30 years later and Tommy Boy Records is still fucking over De La Soul. Uh, so my friend, Maceo, from the group that needs no introduction that will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, uh, De La Soul, is coming to explain why De La has been in the news lately, uh, is the Pete Rock and DJ Premier produced De La Soul record real, uh, and a few other things. It's not the full De La Soul I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. It's not the full Maceo from De La Soul's uh, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, but it's dope shit. Uh, uh, that's later on. Um, and let's just get into it where we are right now. Johnny Cluckhead, you fuck you. Johnny Manziel. We, we tried to tell you, fucking guy. I tried to fucking tell you. You tried to come at me. The gringo mandingo. You tried to talk out of the side of your motherfucking mouth. Okay? When the unmentionable... When the unmentionables started trying to come at the dingo, you tried to jump on the fucking pile. So you got what? Yes, you got the curse of the gringo mandingo. Only a few people have ever actually gotten the curse of the gringo mandingo. But I said here on this podcast, I believe in Willie Hutch fashion, that you were cursed. There is no team for you in the NFL, so you took your talents to Canada. Last year, you were unimpressive. You're not a high-level professional football player. Your best year was your Heisman year. In college, that's no small feat. Congratulations. But you can't get it together, can you, Johnny Cluckhead? Johnny Cluckhead has been released, kicked out of the Canadian Football League. Done. No more. Now, it has not been, uh, 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 it hasn't been uh, documented why he was kicked out of of the Canadian Football League. I believe it's called the CFL. But it don't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure this out. Johnny Cluckhead has had many, many, many issues with that yayo, with that booger sugar. All roads lead back to booger sugar road when it comes to Johnny fucking Cluckhead, you ain't Johnny Football. You had one year as Johnny Football. It was an amalgamation. I don't know if that's a right word. Okay? You played for the Cleveland Browns. You almost got your fucking head knocked off. You couldn't cut it there. You couldn't stay off the booger sugar, the yayo, the nose candy. They released you. No one else picked you up. 
You got in more trouble. You came after the dingo. You got the curse of the gringo man dingo. Boom, you went to Canada. And now you're out of football. There's nowhere. Arena football. Come on, Duke. That new bullshit league they got. Yo. Yo, Duke. Let me let me let me tell you. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you one last piece of advice, B. Go away. Go to Bali. Go to Thailand. Go get yourself clean and sober, okay? Come back. Prove that you're clean and sober. This is a two-year plan for you, Duke. Go go away for a year. Clean and sober. Study yoga, hot yoga, okay? Let yourself clean out. Get off the booger sugar, okay? And then, after a year of that, move somewhere under the radar. Get yourself a little degree. And maybe you can come back being a college football commentator. That's the best. Yo, and you're done with football. And you're not even 25 yet, Duke. Listen, I told you. I tried to stick up for Johnny Manziel when he was playing football. I wanted to see him do good. But then you try to come for me, the gringo man, motherfucking dingo. Out of pocket. Out of pocket, out of line. And here we are today. And some people said, Willie Hutch, this motherfucker. You think... Matter of fact, Miles, turn the fucking Willie Hutch on. Turn it on. Turn it on. No, 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 no. Johnny Cluckhead. Oh. Cluckhead Johnny, you ain't about that football life. Nobody's ever gonna call you Johnny motherfucking football again. They might call you Johnny Eight Ball. Woo! Baby, don't do it. Johnny Eight Ball. You was talking out of pocket to the motherfucking gringo man dingo. Tweeting all kind of shit out the side of your motherfucking mouth. We had to put you and your man on the shame game. You went to Canada and it was too cold for you. You couldn't deal with a little snow. You were slow up in Canada. When you play Canadian football and you can't run around and show your ass and show the people that you are better way better than everybody else, then you know the NFL is never happening again. That's probably why you dipped back into the dark, dark world of that good old booger sugar. I warned you. I fucking told you. I asked you on Twitter, what the fuck is you doing, Duke? You didn't listen. You kept going. You added me, Michael Rappaport. You add a football beat. Go to Bali. Go to Argentina. Go to Africa. Help some kids cleanse yourself. Those dark skies took you over real nice and real proper. Johnny Cluckhead, a.k.a. Johnny 8-Ball. You came for the wrong one, and now you got that sweet, sweet Willie Hutch. Cut that Willie Hutch off, Miles. God damn it. A bad professional football player tries to talk shit to a high-level professional shit talker? Come on, man. Somebody should have told you. That means you don't have good people around you, cluckhead. Eight ball. I am Rappaport Podcast. Oh, my goodness gracious. Moving on. Um, so, Khloe Kardashian... It was rumored that Khloe Kardashian uh, was going to be on The Bachelorette. 
and Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner took to social media and they were like, why would we do that? That's so beneath us. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I don't fact check and I'm certainly not going through their Twitter or social media feeds to, to find out exactly what they said. But they basically were shitting on the idea and it was so beneath them as if being on reality television is beneath the Kardashians. As if putting out a no-no and profiting off it is beneath this family. Chloe, if you're listening, first of all, The Bachelorette is a great show. I am deep, deep in this season of The Bachelor. I love it. And as you know, I'm Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New York, which I believe starts March 6th. I'm with those shows, Hard Body Karate. But Chloe, you don't know how to pick a fucking man. Okay, I know you try to present yourself as this sex kitten and this sex doll. You not. You are not. You guys are frumpy little Armenian chicks from Pasadena, from Beverly Hills, wherever the fuck you're from. You're not all that. You got fake asses, fake lips, fake hair, fake everything. It's a full fake presentation. And after these guys catch on to what's really Gucci with you guys, they, they go, fuck it. Tristan fucked his way out of the relationship. Lamar Odom fucked his way out of the relationship. Now, I'm not saying that's the best way to get out of a relationship, but that's essentially what my guy Lamar did. He went to a brothel and fucked his way out of the relationship. Tristan Thompson fucked his way out of that relationship. And you think you being on The Bachelorette where ABC will handpick some good, nice guys, no NBA players, no NFL players, and hopefully you will walk away with just a nice, decent guy is beneath you, Chloe. Yo, has anybody looked at some Kardashian pictures from 10 years ago? The young ones before they, they really altered their faces and their bodies? That's who they really are. These girls try to present themselves as like sex kittens and all that. Peep them. Peep them before shit was popping off when the lips weren't popping off and the young one who's with Travis Scott who at the recording of this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast apparently there's another cheating scandal between Travis Scott and that one I can't remember what is it Kylie who's almost a billionaire you a billionaire you can't keep your man listen why 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 what makes you guys think that you're going to get 20 something year old stars and they're not going to freak off behind your back. Are you that dumb? Now, if my wife is listening to this, she's probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you saying? Listen, 20-something-year-old men, especially ones that have all access to all kinds of women, they are going to do what they do. That is just a fact. And unless you're some Mormon or some... You know, there's always a couple of people, but in general, like if you're a betting man, you say, yo, the biggest rapper in the world, Travis Scott, is he going to freak off behind this chick's back? Yes. That doesn't even mean he doesn't love you, but he's going to skeet on something else. You're not even bad. Your whole body, your whole grill is fake. Look at some pictures of Kylie Jenner when she was 16. It's like a completely different person. 
and you're wondering why these dudes are out there freaking off. Tristan Thompson, he couldn't just end the relationship like a normal, I don't even say normal. He couldn't do that. I fucked my way out of relationships when I was young. That's usually what men do at that age. They fuck their way right out of a relationship. And you think you're too good to be on The Bachelorette, Chloe? It would be beneficial to you to go on that show. Let these guys get vetted. You'll have 35, I'm sure, great-looking guys with nice personalities. You'll have some car salesmen. You'll have computer technicians, all sorts of regular guys. They'll be happy to meet you. You sift through them one by one by one, and hopefully you walk away engaged at the end of the show. You ain't too good to be on The Bachelorette, Chloe. Hold your fucking head. Now, we know that I got uh, into a major beef with the Ariana Grande fans, okay? And I said while that was going on that it was not fucking personal. I just made a comment and backfired. Her fans are crazy. Her fans are nuts. They're still coming at me in my DMs, calling me all kinds of names, all this, this, that, all sorts of shit. Well, Ariana Grande, I got your back on this shit. First of all, let's not forget that Ariana Grande was doing a concert in Manchester, England that got shot up. A tragedy, which I'm sure she, she'll never recover from. And how frightening and scary and the images and the lives lost while she's giving a concert. Remember that. Again, I had nothing against Ariana Grande. I was just talking shit. Literally. Could give a fuck. So uh, Ariana Grande is going back to Manchester. I don't know if it's the, the, the same place or the, the, the same uh, arena that that terrible incident happened. And she tweeted out, innocently, Manchester babes, I'm so thrilled to be headlining Pride, gay Pride. My heart, I can't wait to see you and I love you so much. Well, just, just because everybody has an a fucking opinion and just because every single fucking person wants to find something wrong with every single fucking thing. There's nothing wrong with that tweet. I'll read it again. Manchester babes, I'm so thrilled to be headlining pride. My heart, I can't wait to see you and love you so much. She's basically saying, I'm headlining a pride show, LGBTQ community. And, and the LGBTQ community on Twitter Went at Ariana Grande. Ariana headlining Pride when she's straight, as we all are aware, and doubling the price of tickets kind of smells like exploitation of the LGBTQ community. Fuck you. Fuck. First of all, she's an LGBTQ icon, just like J-Lo is, just like Madonna is, just like Cher is, and Elton John is. And as far as I know, Elton John's the only gay person that I mentioned off that list. And I don't even, there's so many other people that you can name. Of course she's an icon in that community. Of course the LGBTQ community is going to gravitate towards Ariana Grande. Just like the boatloads of straight fans. And you want to try to shame her? Shut the fuck up. All these people were coming at her saying, you know, she shouldn't be doing this and she's exploiting the... Shut up. Thank you, next. I got your back, Ariana Grande. Don't be nice to these people. Tell them to fuck off. Say, you know what, asshole? You don't like it? You're somehow offended? I'm somehow exploiting? How about you somehow don't come to the show? Motherfuckers want to find something to talk shit about uh, to anybody and everybody about every and any single 
thing. It's a, it's, it, it, we're, we're, shit's, you're offended by that somehow. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking craziness, man. We, we were living in crazy, crazy, crazy times. <clears throat> oh, my voice sounds uh, scratchy or harsh. Uh, I did Mike Tyson's show. Mike Tyson has a podcast, Hot Boxing, with Mike Tyson. And it's uh, exactly what it sounds like. You're, it's, you're in there smoking weed with Mike Tyson. And it was a great podcast, being on the show, talking a lot of shit. And to uh, double back, Iron Mike Tyson, Ike Tidison from Brownsville, Brooklyn, will be on the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast next week. Um, and we, we tore it up on his shit. And I know we're going to tear it up on the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Mike is such a good fucking dude. Uh, but we were talking a lot of shit. And uh, my throat, it's struggling a little bit. Giving a shout out to John Turturro, uh, one of my favorite actors, for, uh, brother of Nick Turturro. John was on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast once, the now classic, it's, it's certified classic, uh, the Raging Bull podcast. Uh, but John is one of my favorite actors from Do the Right Thing to Four Corners, which is a dope indie. A lot of people may not have seen called Four Corners. Check it out. Very New York film. Uh, to all the uh, Coen Brothers movies, Barton Fink, The Big Lebowski. He was the Jesus to, I mean, the, the, you know, Do the Right Thing. And I mean, John Turturro is, he's my guy. I love him. Um, and I've gotten to know him over the years. Uh, it's his birthday. So giving love. To the great John Turturro, brother of Nick Turturro, who I believe is starting a podcast himself come baseball season. Nobody loves baseball, particularly uh, a New York baseball, uh, more than uh, my guy Nick Turturro. Uh, so I can't wait to see uh, what he's dropping, when he's dropping. Dropping. He's also one of the funniest people uh, I know. He. I was just had lunch with him and his son Nick Nick, and he literally had me cramping from laughing. He had me doubled over in my ramen, ramen noodles, uh, laughing my ass off, uh, Nick Turturro. So I, I really hope uh, he, he drops a banger. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Miles, let me get the sick fuck of the week theme song. Yes. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the sick the fuck of the week. Of the sick She's fuck. really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick that fuck. That supposed to be on a plane, you sick what you, fuck. What, you. what are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is the sick fuck of the week theme song so many sick fucks so little time so many sick fucks so little time the sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned not given it is an award that is earned not given it goes out to a certain kind of sick fuck with a uh, a, a charisma a a, a, a a certain kind of a je ne sais quoi let's jump right into it in columbia south carolina south kakalaka a man who is already serving 50 years for murder 50 years for murder. And if you look at him on paper, he doesn't look like a real sick fuck. His name is Michael Young from Columbia, South Carolina. This sick fuck is serving 50 years for murder. Well, he hasn't learned his lesson. 
He just got another four decades in federal prison for trying to order a bomb to kill his ex-wife in Florida. I don't know what kind of lifestyle these people were mixed up in, but I don't want anything to do with it. Mike Young in Columbia, South Carolina, congratulations. You just made it to the sick fuck of the week list 2019. This is a crazy, crazy story that you're like, I can't believe this is real. Okay, so this happened in London, okay? A woman got into a car accident, okay? Um, and and she, was, she was definitely hurt. Um, uh, paramedics showed up. Paramedics thought that she was pregnant, okay? And they were looking to save the baby. This, obvi- this woman was obviously sincere, uh, severely hurt. Um, they performed a C-section on the woman to try to save the baby, but the woman was, in fact, not pregnant. What kind of fucking doctors are these? The woman actually wound up dying. This is a sad story. There was all sorts of, uh, what do they do after you pass? There was, uh, what do they do? Uh, um, God, what the fuck? There was an autopsy. Okay, there was an autopsy. Uh, they found that the paramedics, uh, they didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't on purpose, except for somehow, some way, they assumed or thought, I don't know why or, or how, that this woman was pregnant. Performing the C-section caused more injuries, caused the woman to go into cardiac arrest, and unfortunately passed away. The family isn't pursuing any more action because they really feel like nothing was done intentionally, but you, somebody's got to be fired at least. Somebody at least has to be fired for some crazy shit like that. What made you think this woman was pregnant when she actually was not pregnant? How, how bad at your job are you? In Pennsylvania, Shayna Decree and Dominic Decree, who do in fact look Eh, they don't look, yeah, they look like sick fucks. Uh, they're not your, your most obvious sick fucks, but you can see in the eyes they're whacked out of their tree. Um, they killed, they are a mother and daughter. They killed five relatives in their Pennsylvania apartment. They are saying this, they started, uh, this is some cult crime. They killed five relatives and uh, they wanted to die in some sort of twisted and disturbing mass suicide plot, except for the mother and daughter. Uh, they didn't uh, commit suicide. They've been arrested, and they made it to the sick fuck of the week list. This, this story feels like it's going to be some sort of documentary uh, soon. Uh, uh, there's, there's many victims of different ages. It's sad. It's tragic. Um, it's some sort of sick, sick plot that went uh, uh, very, very, very wrong. Uh, next, I have some sick fuck on sick fuck crime. This is how you listen. I, I I hate to say it, but this is how you. This is what this is called the Wonder Bread bag treatment gone wrong. But this is sick fuck on sick fuck crime. Now, uh, an Oklahoma prison inmate. Okay, two two inmates. In an Oklahoma prison, were you know living their life in these small places. Well, one of the prison, one of the inmates, uh, I believe it was Anthony Palma, uh, is a, a child killer. 
Well, Raymond Pilato, his sick fuck inmate, beat and strangled the convicted child killer to death inside their cell. They shared a cell. This cocksucker Anthony Palmer, who was convicted of killing a kid, he was beaten, strangled, hopefully fucked, and killed by a guy who, uh, listen, you're never getting out of jail, Raymond Pilato, but maybe, maybe, just maybe somebody sends you a Snickers because you're not a good person, okay, because you were already in jail for murder yourself, and then you killed this child uh, or murderer who's already, I mean, we're, 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 we're in the deep, talk about the deep, deep waters. We're in the deep, dark, murky, bottom, bottom, cold waters of sick fucks here but this is a true story and you know child killers rapists people that abuse women this is what it's all about i i, I gotta be honest i don't feel bad for this guy anthony palmer i i don't feel bad for him this is uh, essentially the wonder bread bag treatment gone wrong there has been no confirmation or denial whether or not raymond Pilato hit anthony palmer with the Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment, but but I will be continuing to follow this case. This is uh, another follow-up about probably the sexiest sick fuck uh, uh, that we've ever had on the sick fuck of the week uh, segment. This this woman's she she's good looking. I'm not going to front. Brittany Zamora. We talked about her before. She's a former Arizona sixth grade teacher she's blonde if she was on a dating app you 99.9% of the people would be like yeah I want to see what's good with this okay uh, I'm just explaining that because uh, most sick fucks of the week look like sick fucks of the week uh, on paper in in photo she doesn't look like a sick fuck of the week she looks like somebody you'd swipe up for um so she had been uh, uh convicted of having sex with a sixth grader a sixth, a thirteen-year-old boy, a twenty-eight-year-old woman was having sex with a thirteen-year-old boy. You know how nuts you gotta be. You know how much you, like that's. You know how much of a, a pig you gotta be, and how whacked out of your fucking tree you gotta be. Well, it turns out because uh, there has been texts. She's like sexting this thirteen-year-old boy. She also had sex while the thirteen-year-old boy's thirteen-year-old friend watched. Yo, th this chick is, she's buck wild. She was uh, touching the guys. Uh, uh, I'm not going to make fun of it because it's a 13-year-old boy. But she was, uh, she was uh, you know, feeling him up in class and just doing all, sending him like messages in, while they're in class, saying, you're sexy. This is a teacher with a 13-year-old boy, a, six, a sixth grade kid. Well, she's going to be locked the fuck up for a long time. I, I don't know what you do with, a, 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 to be honest, a sexy sick fuck like this. But she needs to go away for 20, 25 years because if the shoe was on the other foot and it was a 28-year-old guy teacher doing it with a 13-year-old boy, we'd be, we'd be offended and upset by it. We'd be saying, Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment. Well, women want equal rights. She's got to get the same thing. Sorry, that's the way it works. You got to get the same thing. I could totally relate to this. Amazon, okay, Amazon. There is an employee there who is suing Amazon. The employee has Crohn's disease. I have ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative colitis is the cousin of Crohn's disease. Amongst all the other things that you deal with when you have Crohn's or ulcerative colitis is you have to go to the bathroom when you have to go to the bathroom. 
Meaning you have to shit, you have to shit. Meaning sometimes you might have to shit in public. I've broken down my three-point positioning, patented, premium, three-point position shitting program, okay? This guy who worked at Amazon was fired because the, the company said uh, he was going to the bathroom too much. I know what this is. They're saying he was taking excessive bathroom breaks and he had Crohn's disease. Sue these pieces of shit. Sue them. Because when you have Crohn's disease and you have to go to the bathroom, you will literally shit your pants. He should have just shat his pants at, at his, his Michigan, uh, Shelby Township, Michigan desk and said, I'm sorry, and proved it to them. Uh, so I'm, I'm cheering for this guy. Uh, HR was involved, said he was going to the bathroom, spending too much time in the bathroom. They knew about his Crohn's disease. He's seeking three million damages for lost wages and a, a significant ampli amplification of the symptoms, and that's true, because stress uh, will will um, accentuate Crohn's disease. I am on this guy's side. As I said, I deal with ulcerative colitis. Fortunately, my colitis is in remission. Okay, but when I gotta go, I gotta go, which brings me to the ex New Jersey superintendent. Remember the ex New Jersey superintendent who was finally caught and outed as the mystery pooper. Remember this guy? He was, he was shitting under the bleachers outside a public school in Jersey. Okay? But he was apparently doing it for fun, for shits and giggles, no pun intended. Well, now he's complaining because he, he, was, he was shamed and all this, that his life has been ruined. Listen, Duke. Duke, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. When I go outside in public, it's not for fun, okay? I go out in public. Uh, I have, I'm, a, I'm a seasoned vet. I'm good at it. I've never been caught. Knock on wood, I've never been caught on surveillance video crapping in public. But, but I do it. I'm not proud of it, uh, but I'm not ashamed of it. That's the thing. I'm not proud of it, but I'm not ashamed of it. You, Duke, were doing this as some weirdo. Okay, now I don't think your life should be ruined, but get yourself some man diapers. Get, go to therapy. Why are you shitting under the bleachers, Duke? Why are you shitting under the bleachers, Duke? Finally, in Tennessee, a man was locked up and arrested after it was caught on video dipping his testicles into a container of salsa that a customer ordered online. Apparently, the last time he delivered to this guy, the guy gave him an 89 cents tip and had to drive 30 minutes while the sick fuck, Howard Matthew, who looks like a sick fuck, he put it on video, posted the clip. This is what you get when you give an 89 cent tip for an almost 30 minute drive. You get your salsa teabagged. Well, this is what you get when you post things like that on video. You dumb fuck. You Tennessee dumb fuck you. I always tip people good. I don't do it because I'm afraid of getting uh, uh, my sushi or my pizza or whatever uh, dipped. I do it because I, I just think it's good to tip uh, uh, people, especially young people um, uh, that are working hard. I always, I always over tip. Uh, and I think if you could afford to do that, sometimes at least do that. Um, but my man... You're stupid. You're dipping your testicles in the salsa like shit is sweet. Shit ain't sweet. You're a sick fuck 
of the week. Sorry. All right, let's get to it. Um, I met my man Maceo throughout the years as a fan of De La Soul. Uh, we became friends when we were uh, uh, doing the Tribe Called Quest documentary. Uh, if you've never seen Beach Rhymes in Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest, I'm very proud of that film. Uh, and Maceo's all up in it. Uh, De La Soul is one of my favorite groups. Uh, made great music for uh, since 89. It is the 30th anniversary of their classic uh, debut, Three Feet High and Rising. Great record, uh, iconic record, game-changing record, so influential. Um, and the group uh, put that record out on Tommy Boy and is getting fucked over by Tommy Boy. So my man Maceo from De La Soul is going to break down what's going on with De La now, what they're up to. Is the Pete Rock DJ premiere De La Soul album Real, is it happening? And so much more. Maceo, what goes on? Maceo, what goes on? De La Soul, coming up next. Mike. Maceo, what goes on? Maceo, what goes on? What up, family? Maceo, my man. De La Soul, legend, friend, good dude. I mean, shit. It'd be hard-pressed to find somebody after 30-plus years in hip-hop who's got anything bad to say about motherfucking Maceo from De La Soul, let alone De La Soul in general. Like, you guys are loved, respected, and just your icons and all this shit. But, you know, we're not going to do the full De La Soul, full Maceo podcast. I want to hear from you what's going on with De La, what's going on with these motherfuckers from Tommy Boy, uh, it's been a lot of uh, stuff in the internet and stuff like that. W- w- can can you give like the bullet points, the very spoon fed reason uh, uh, why there's so much talk about Daylight, Tommy Boy, and the 30 year anniversary of uh, me, myself, and I? And what's the deal, Maze? Well, Mike, this is where we are. Um, we're at the 30th anniversary of Three Feet High and Rising. It's a bittersweet celebration due to the fact that Tommy Boy has acquired the catalog back from Warner Brothers when they, due to the fact that they lost it in 2004 behind a debt that they owed. And it's, it's not just uh, the Daylight catalog, the overall Tommy, Tommy Boy catalog. And throughout that time And, and period, remind people who else is on Tommy Boy. Who, who, who are the, some of the big acts from Tommy Boy? Oh, 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 to go down the list, let's say uh, Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, Digital Underground, mm. uh, House of Pain slash Whitey Ford, um, uh, Coolio, um, uh, TKA, uh, Information Society, um, the list goes on. Uh, I mean, it's the home of Planet Rock, Africa Bad Water. Um uh, funky for uh, excuse me, Jazzy Five MCs, Jazzy Cessation, shit, uh, Foursome D's, wow. Um, there, uh, and excuse me, uh, my one of my favorite groups of all time. Um, my my mentor, Stetson Sonic, damn, Prince Paul. All right, so go on and break it down with in regards to Dayla. Okay. Oh yeah, and let's also say uh, uh, Capone and Noriega. Shit. And, and and Nori's first uh uh I believe first and second album. Okay. Yeah. Um which was on Penalty Records, which was a a subsidiary of Tommy Boy. Um 
But yeah, bring it up to speed, bring it up to date. Tommy Boy has reacquired the catalog back from Warner Brothers and uh, look to now meet the digital medium that we actually missed throughout. We actually missed the download era throughout the uh, early uh, mid-2000s. When you say missed, you mean what? Like, you guys, a lot of De La Soul music hasn't been able to be downloaded where you're getting profits from it, correct? No, the music has not been up on, like, everything from Three Feet High and Rising to Artificial Intelligence Bionics have not been on any digital mediums because there were no language in the contracts for digital medium. Um, Not on our part. Tommy Boy could do with all the artists. They could do whatever with the catalog that they want. But it was the infractions of the people we sampled from. Mm -hmm. um, Where they have to now go back and recut deals with everybody that we asked. So basically reclaring the album to put it out on that medium. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the infractions are still aren't cleared. So they're looking to go streaming it without any uh, proper clearance. Now, at the same, ti- at the same time, uh, they offered us, they offered us a, a deal based on the digital medium. And it, they, they made a, a blatant offer saying, um, and I'll, I'll be frank, they, they made a 70-30 offer with a, a deficit that exists of $2 million that still needs to be recouped, uh, which is a, a blanket deficit because it's, it falls under the umbrella of all the catalog, not just Dela. Um And they want 20% of the 30% to go back towards recouping the debt. Right. Um, so that leaves us pretty much with 10% to split after... After the $2 million. Yeah. Based on... I mean, you probably had a lawyer figure this out or, or accountants or something like this or, you know, uh, you know, different people that you guys have been talking to, especially recently in the music business. And you guys know here, the music here's business. The deal. Real quick, real quick. Go ahead. Real quick. Um, if we don't accept this deal, it will resort back to... Contracts from 1988, 89, so on and so forth. So that means if what? We, if, if, if we didn't respond, let me not say accept, but if we didn't respond to the offer. Right. So we end up we end up responding. So at this very moment, we're just still in limbo because everything he's offering is not acceptable. And when you say he, he, you mean the actual Tommy from actual Tommy Boy Records. There's an actual person named Tommy from Tommy Boy Records. His name is Tom Silverman. Tom fucking Silverman. Yes. Fucking Tom Silverman. And this motherfucker, are, are other artists from Tommy Boy also dealing with bullshit from Tommy Boy Records? Yeah. I mean, they have. A lot of, a lot of them have their gripes about this situation. Um... Some really didn't give a fuck. Some, some didn't care. You know, like like for instance, Latifah didn't really care because she has a she doesn't have a large catalog with Tommy Boy. Right. Her focus is not music. Right. You know, her real money ain't even music. Right. You know, um, although she made really three great albums, her, 
And her best album, in my opinion, is with Motown. You know, when she decided to even move further on into her, her acting career, you know? Mace, how much money, do you know how much money because of this limbo and because of missing out on the digital age and the downloading? And I would imagine it even goes into uh, like the, the, the music being able to be cleared for movies and commercials and all that shit. Do you have any idea how, like estimate how much money De La Soul has lost out on? Uh, I don't quite know that number. Um, but when I, when I reflect, but when I reflect on people like my comrades, let alone, you know, and here it is, you know, I, I consider her a comrade, although I came before her. Um, uh, Missy Elliott. Mm -hmm. she, she had a moment when uh, Work It was maybe like, I don't know, it had to have been like already 15 years in the market, but when she actually did a performance, I believe it was for the uh, uh, halftime on a uh, Super Bowl or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Missy's download sales went through the roof right. for Work It. And then fast forward to the performance we had at the White House, I I was reflecting on how well our music could have done based on the performance we did on BET regarding Obama. You right. know, you 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 look at these templates of of your peoples who are doing certain things in conjunction to what you do and what you should be doing, and you begin to reflect like, damn. Well, just imagine how much I would have made if me, myself, and I, you know, behind me, myself, and I after the performance with the Roots, right, or at the White House, right, you know, you know, and it's been all other moments like that, you and know, even the anniversary look, of the look, record look this how, year. Look how much, look how much I would have made based on my stint with the Gorillas right. all this time, right. So I missed a whole new audience that actually had the opportunity to get my music, you know, based on the mediums they follow. And, um, yeah, that's a lot of pain and suffering. That's a lot of, you know. And, you know, like I said earlier, you know, like I consider you a friend and you, you know, like you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that got any, anything bad to say about uh, you, uh, Dave or Paz, like you guys are loved, you're respected, you're good dudes. You've been, you're, you know, what you've accomplished, it, it speaks for itself. Uh, but, but, and also you're one of the only groups in hip hop that never stopped rocking. You did shit with gorillas, you know, everybody is dipped, but De La Soul never, never broke up. I mean, you know, you need no fucking introduction, and and it's it's disappointing and it's frustrating because you guys are such good guys and such, and you make these deals when you're young and you do this stuff when you were fucking. How old were you? Sixteen, seventeen years old. Mike, I was seventeen when I got my first contract. Pretty much, um, eighteen going on nineteen going into the workings of Three Feet High and Rising. Um, That's crazy. You know, even at that time. We, 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 we had our lawyer, you know, here it is, even in this day and age, you know, <clears throat> we could read the contracts back and forth, back to front all day. But at the end of the day, I'm still no lawyer. Mm -hmm. When I'm out of, when I'm out of stumbling block of legal jargon that I don't quite understand, I need to lean on this person that's supposed to be on my team that I pay hourly, mm -hmm. you know, to, to look after my best interests, you know? And then when you begin to find out that 
the music business like the NFL is almost, it's like the good old boys club. Mm. Everybody's down with each other, you know? And, um, my first, my first attorney wasn't quite on my team. And I didn't learn that until a little later. I didn't learn that until, you know, I had got some new representation far as, uh, business management who was, uh, but at the time was Burt Padell, mm-hmm. you know, may he rest in peace. Um, but learning my, learning my attorney's position going into my second album and then having to, uh, reiterate, c- couldn't quite really dissolve the relationship right away. Had to just re- reiterate the, sh- the business structure in our relationship, but then also learning that very same attorney had been in a relationship with Tommy Boy for some time. Got you. I got you. I got you. That's some fucking bullshit, man. And that and that attorney had that attorney had represented us. You know, not just us, but represented BDP at one time. Represented Stutz Sonic at one time. Prince Paul directly at one time. You know, here it is. I, I you can never really put your finger on it, but. It's quite obvious. Right. That cocksucker's double dipping. Well, I wouldn't say double dipping, but definitely making it more favorable to the label to convince us to sign something that's not good for us. Right. Not looking out for De La Soul. Not looking, not looking at, at our best interests. So, Mace, since it's me, myself, and I's 30th anniversary, which is crazy to believe that it's 30 fucking years ago, I'm sure it bugs you the fuck out. What are you guys yeah. doing to celebrate? What are you guys doing for the fans? What are you guys doing for the group that is 30 years? And I've heard rumors about Pete Rock premiere De La Soul record. Well, there you have it. We um we got this record coming with Pete and Primo. That's going to be really great, great for the culture. You know, great. I think j- just great for us in general. And then we also have... Uh, Artificial Intelligence Part 3. The fans have been looking for that, and we've figured out a way to make the record possible because it's a, it is a record that is deemed to be highly sample-based, you know? Right. So we we figured that solution out to be able to put that record out and um, fulfill the commitment of the trilogy. But, yo, we, we still love making music, so ain't nothing... Nothing change. I mean, obviously we're going to tour and and celebrate with the fans, you know, because here it is. When it was the 20th anniversary, we went out and celebrated and we had nothing on the digital medium at all. Fucking but shame, man. Go, but we did go out on a huge tour. So we look to do the same thing. We got a tour coming up with um, called The Gods of Rap, right. which we're celebrating with Wu-Tang, that their 25th anniversary of 36 Chambers, Public Enemies, um, celebration of uh, It Takes a Nation a Million to Hold Us Back. Uh, that That's their 30th anniversary. And then our 30th anniversary. So we're celebrating it together. Uh, it started with three shows that now is up to about 11 shows and, and still in counting. Like right now we're starting overseas and then we're working our way over to the U.S. and we got some dates on the West Coast. Good. I'll be at that show. And and Eric Eric B and Rock Tim and Farside are supposed to be a part of a couple of these dates, a couple of these dates. Dope. 
And what about um, what can fans do? Supporters of De La Soul to try to uh, uh, help with this Tommy Boy situation. Like, what what can I do? Who can I talk shit to? Who can the fans talk shit to? Who's the hashtag? What what can we do? At this moment in time, all I can say is, yo, don't nobody press play. On the digital. Don't go to the streaming site and don't press play. If the music is up there, don't press play. If you want to listen to three, if you want to listen to it, go go buy the fucking CD. The minute you press play, the minute you press play is the minute, the second they get paid. Okay. Not even the minute, the second. Gotcha. The second you press play is the second they get paid. Gotcha. Gotcha. And yo, the deal is completely unfavorable. It's unfair. You know, we've been doing business. Tommy Boy folded. Let's let me let me be clear. Tommy Boy folded in two thousand. Three, and we were in the middle of bionics when that happened. Mm. He, didn't, he didn't have the decency to even come sit down with us to tell us things were over. There was no succession plan in place for Dela. The minute he was over, I could have deemed my career being over. So I had to figure it out along with my two brothers and sustain what we've been able to sustain thus far for it to even be a 30th anniversary celebration. Right, I got you. So, and 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 in lieu of business, in lieu of business, ever since Tommy Boy, I've done nothing less than a 50-50 partnership or better. Mhm. And that's real talk. Mm-hmm. I can show you those documentations. Why would I go back in a relationship less than what I'm worth today? And and based on the infraction that exists, that it had to come to this, that it had to come to this at this point now, yeah, he could take the offer on the table and shove it up his ass and really come to the table and let's talk partnership and ownership now because that's the real end game. And listen, Tommy, you you fuck. You've made enough money off De La Soul, you cocksucker, you. You fucked them when they were kids. Now you still like, you want to ch- keep trying to fuck them when they're grown-ups? It's not fucking happening. Nobody's downloading the fucking music. If you want to listen to fucking De La Soul, fucking bootleg the shit, or go to the store and buy the CD the old-fashioned way, or we just wait till it gets figured out. We fucking wait them out, smoke them the fuck out. Yo, man, he's totally disrespected our legacy. He's totally disrespected us as people. You know, and 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 let alone the people that actually made him a lot of money. I didn't I didn't mess up this catalog. He did. He chose not to clear samples in the past. And he's actually choosing not to clear them this time around. You know, he 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 truly has said uh he'll deal with the sampling issues the way he has dealt with them in the past, which is if somebody come out the woodworks, we would have to settle. That's that should not be my problem from here on out. Right. That phantom deficit should not be my problem. When I had the opportunity to recoup, we should have had the opportunity to recoup. But due to him losing the catalog, we didn't. It's fucking 30 years ago. And and it's an unknown debt because it's grouped in with everybody's catalog. So you don't know. I don't really know what I really owe. Right. Well, Mace, yo, 
when you get to LA, let me know uh, uh, what's up. We could get food. And, uh, I, you know, you have my support top to bottom. I'm going to encourage everybody that listens to me, listens to yeah, me. Yeah, man, not... don't press play. Don't, don't press, press play. play. The... Hey, don't press play until this thing is resolved. Y'all want to big up you always, man, for, you know, letting it be known, you know, the, the foul shit that just goes on, man. Come on, you man. You know, on, on everybody's front, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. From Tom Silverman to Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them both. Dom and Tom. Yeah. They probably, they're probably friends. You know, um, at the end of the day, you know, big up to hip-hop culture, because this is our thing, Mike. You know what I'm saying? You're you're a pillar and, of this shit, Mace. Uh, uh, yo, but I'm saying this is our thing, yep. including you. Yep. Including you. You know, and these people, these so these vultures, they gotta go now. They gotta go. Motherfuckers ain't fifteen gotta, no either, more. Either either they gotta pay the, the the true respect and homage, or they got to go. Gotta go. They gotta go. And yo, he's gotten lucky his whole career because he's been able to stand next to people like Van Bader. And even then, still be unfair. That's some bullshit, man. That's crazy. Times have changed. We need to make change. Hopefully, like, at some point, this can go to legislation and change it for, you know, like Dave said, we don't mind being a litmus test for what, what the change need to be. Good. Good. Whatever I could do, Mace, to support, uh, I'm down. Don't press play, B, and let everybody else, don't, don't press play until further notice. All right, Mace. Yo, right. let me know when you're coming to L.A. And, and stay in touch with me, my bro, and tell the family I said what's up. Absolutely. Maceo, my man, I'll talk to you later, my bro. Love you, bro. Love you. All right, there you have it. Do not press play. Do not download on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, wherever you stream music legally. Do not download De La Soul music until this is cleared up. Fuck the record label. Fuck Tommy boy. Tommy ain't our fucking boy. Maceo from De La Soul. Love this guy. Good dude. Good family. Good father. Iconic DJ. Great musician. Do not press play on official streaming uh, of, of any De La Soul music. Fuck him until this gets worked out. That's it. I'm done. So I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Okay? Uh, you know where to find me. At Michael Rappaport. At I am Rappaport, uh, Miles Jordan, take us out of here with something real nice, something real proper. But most importantly, oh yes, you know, yes, something real funky. I'm done. Mm-hmm.